everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to be talking about my concept of reality and what I think of when I hear that term. And basically, whenever I would hear what's realistic, and when I was actually at the point in my life where I needed to make a decision what was going to be good for me, good for my mental health, good for my well-being, good for my overall physical life. What was I going to do? What was go- what was good for me and what was quote-unquote realistic? And that really got me thinking to what that word realistic meant. And basically what I've broken it down to, reality er- our reality is simply limitations we place based on our own imagination. Reality is perspective. That's it. And the perspective of our reality is shaped by the morals, our values, our how we were raised, and what we believe is real based on our own experiences or based on what we are believed are real experiences. And so much of reality is shaped by the media, but it's also shaped by our parents, by the way we grew up. It's in a sense how we were nurtured in that whole nature versus nurture sense. However, our reality isn't permanent. Our perception of what the world is shifts every day. Something I think about a lot is if you live in an area where there's only English written everywhere, your perception of the world could be that we only speak English. But obviously we know that there are many more languages than just English. While there may be English only present in your area at that moment, you know it's not the only language in the world that exists. And that was how I viewed jobs. That's how I viewed her, um, my life and where what I could do with it. When I was growing up, my reality felt very, very limited and very niche in what I could accomplish. And I feel like a lot of people feel that way as well, just based on kind of how we portray our own happiness versus work. It's like we are sacrificing our happiness to make money or if we want to be happy then we're not making money it's like a transactional thing we have to sacrifice one thing in order to attain the other and that's the reality I feel like our media has shaped for us and with nine to five jobs coming on and people are continuously being more burnt out it is disheartening to accept what quote-unquote reality could be is you know what I'm burnt out I'm sad and I am, I don't want to do my job. I hate my job and I can't do it anymore. I'm going to do what's happy, what makes me happy, but I'm not going to make money from it. And that's just going to be how it is. And there's so much acceptance with what reality is going to have to be. And it's like this forced concept of it's going to be negative or it's bad because I can't do the thing that's going to financially make me successful. So I'm going to have to settle with less money, but my mental health, my sanity is going to be more intact. And that's not how the world works, and I genuinely believe that. Simply because how I was raised too, I'm part of this as well, where we are very restricted to believe what we can achieve with our careers based on what we have accomplished so far in our reality. And a lot of it stems from our school systems. I think that's like one of the first places where it starts, excuse me, there's an ambulance going by. And so much of it is shaped by our school system, how the school portrays it. And one thing I've always 
hated about our school system. There's many things wrong with it, but one of the things that I strongly have disliked about it for so many years is this forced concept that college is your only solution to success. It is the only way you're guaranteed an outcome of success because that is simply not true. And I know it's not true because despite how much it was pushed on me in school, how much it was pushed on me by my family, I knew there were other outcomes to be successful that did not have anything to do with college because my dad didn't go to college and I wasn't sure if college was the right path for me because I didn't know what a, what career I wanted to pursue at the time. I didn't know what my interests were at the time. And to me, college just felt like wasted dollars because I didn't know what I wanted to pursue long-term to be happy and to make money and to provide for myself. And my, and when I was going through school and we were, and like, as obviously you get older, college becomes more of a factor in the picture in terms of when you kind of talk about where you want to go, what you want to study, what your career is going to look like and yada, yada, yada. However, when I would kind of look at this, I'd be like, this is an option for me. This is something I could do and kind of map out what those possibilities were. However, it wasn't until obviously like I chose my degree. I went through the whole system and of like going to college and everything where I realized I don't know if this makes me happy. I literally just felt like I was checking boxes until I graduated. And when I got to graduation, I was like, I have no idea what I want. And even doing anything remotely outside what was set up for me, set up like outside of school, like um, I like there's no question, like maybe I'll, I'll do a gap year, but there's no question I was going to pursue my, the field that I got a degree in bottom line. Cause that was what was going to give me a good stable job. I ideally, right. And that's the path I followed. And like I've talked about before, I got burnt out from that nine to five job. Fast. I got burnt out because it did not fit my life. It did not fit how I wanted to live my life. It's what I felt was right at the time. And it's what I worked for at the time, but it was not my long-term purpose, how I felt. And so when I was feeling burnt out, when I got to that second job and I was already burnt out and I was feeling the weight add and add and add and the and I knew my mental health was dwindling. I knew this was not long-term for me. However, the thought of quitting and doing what, whether it was go freelance, whether it was take a break, whether it was get a new job, it did not seem realistic to me. It did not fit that reality to me. So when I was feeling at my lowest lows, when I was sitting on my bathroom floor, sobbing my eyes out at like 1 p.m. on a Wednesday, I did not know what was going to be next for me realistically, I knew when someone felt that low, the next step was not good. The next step was very, very not good. And that is not where I wanted to be. That's not where I even thought about being or where I wanted to go or where I was kind of accepting that, okay, this is the next decision for me. This is the next step for me. That was not all on my mind. I just felt so stuck, so trapped, so in the dark, and I just needed some redirection. However, I didn't know what that redirection was that was going to offer me a solution that also complied with the reality I currently believed I was living in. And that reality was working your nine to five job, complying with the schedule and punch in, punch out. You work for the man. That, that was the reality I fit in. And at this point too, I didn't even want to do marketing anymore at this point. I just wanted to stop and I wanted to breathe and I wanted to figure out 
how I was going to make me happy. And whether it was taking a break, whether it was redoing a career, I didn't know how to evoke that for myself or even understand that for myself simply because that was never displayed for me before. That was never an option I ever explored before that was even presented to me as an option. And I just felt so trapped. And I remember feeling so trapped and being on the phone with my friends and being like, I don't know what to do. I feel like such a failure because that's how I, that's how I concluded it to be was I failed that I didn't become this like millionaire boss, a bitch lady that like, I, that like, we're all kind of set up to be like, I feel, and especially being a woman in business. I think that's like the expectation you set for yourself is you want to be this career driven boss, bitch, CEO type bitch at the end of your career. And that was never my end goal. Like throughout, like as a kid, I never wanted to be a businesswoman. In fact, I specifically remember tell like thinking as a kid, like I never want to work an office desk job. Like I will be so unhappy because of it. And that's exactly what I was doing at that time. So for me, becoming this head CEO boss lady, that was the reality I was trying to build for myself. That was my reality. That was success to me. And the fact that I was breaking away from it so that I no longer wanted this. I was like, fuck, I failed myself because I felt like I was so burnt out. I physically could not physically, mentally, emotionally, I could not handle that burden of achieving that level of quote unquote success at that time. And also the reason I keep saying quote unquote in front of like realistic or even like why I just said success is because these were things that changed. These were not defined. These were things that I believed at the time. So when I say quote unquote, I want it to be understood that this was just my perception of it at the time. It's not something I believed was successful or I could still believe is successful. I believe success is perception. And that is one of the ways we do shape our reality. Like, like I said before, being the CEO kind of person that I was striving for, that was my interpretation of success based on the profession I was in, based on my schooling and based on even my upbringing. My mom was so, is someone who is very hyper independent and has always been a very career driven person. And being someone at that level, that is someone that she would respect is highly respected to her, respectable in her eyes. And even my dad, my dad's in business as well. And that would be someone that he would be highly be respected, proud of to call me his daughter if that was how I, or that's what I believed I would be viewed if I achieved this level of success. However, it was only my perception that believed this to be true and gave this version of success that power. It was merely my perception of it. And so when I kind of got to this point with myself where my field, my job field was not making me happy, I was not satisfied with my life and I no longer wanted to achieve this level of success, I felt like I was losing my mind. And like I said before, I felt like I failed. However, I had to understand and come to terms with that is just rea- that is just a fake reality that I created for myself to live in and to feel secure in at that time. And once I kind of broke free from that concept that this isn't actually real, it's just my perception of it, just as me saying I failed is my perception of this situation. When I didn't fail anything, I simply learned that this wasn't for me. Like I learned 
at my first nine to five job, it wasn't for me and I was redirected. And when I was experiencing this burnout, I needed to be redirected, but I didn't know where that was. Cause even at that point, I was still very much in this like business bubble. Like, okay, this isn't working for me. Working at an agency isn't working for me. Maybe I'll go freelance. And that is kind of how I started to shift my reality. So while I was still in business and while I was still trying to figure out where my life fit into this business realm, I was still able to find a re like change my reality to find a comfortable position for myself at that time. And yes, I was still thinking about business. I was thinking about going freelance at this time. I was thinking of breaking out of this nine to five mold and just say, fuck it. I'm going to work for me. And that is like how I started transitioning my reality. And at this point, this seems like a very big deal for me. And the reason I felt this way is because of nature versus nurture. I kind of mentioned it before. And my parents' ideals for me highly influenced my reality. I think a lot of people's do. And because of the impact my parents' opinions had on me, it gave all that more power to this reality of me wanting to be this successful businesswoman. And the more I kind of added power to it, the more I thought of how other people would think to it, and the more I included other people's thoughts and opinions that may or may not have even been evoked to me at that time, especially even my friends, which my friends, I love like how friendships work nowadays. Like when you're in your 20s, no one knows what the fuck your best friend does for a living, but you know your best friend has a job and can pay for her own shit, right? And that's like, and so when I say that, I know my friends never expected me or held me at the standard to be this boss bitch CEO woman. In fact, when I was working my nine to five job and it was driving me manic, they were highly concerned for my mental health at that point. So if anything, it was the opposite. But in my mind, I created this reality that they would only respect me if I had this outcome or if I continued to be this kind of workaholic person. And the reason I believe that is because when I grew up and like how I saw how my parents' relationships were and how their dynamics with their different friendships work, it was very much stemming from work and how their coworkers perceived them and how coworkers were friends and everything. Because both of my parents are, are workaholics and their careers always were very prior, were priority and most of their friendships and relationships did stem from work, like meeting people from work. So growing up to me, I grew up in this reality, quote unquote, with work being very highly valued. And especially with the society we're raised in or the society our parents were raised in, being a business person is valued. Being a nine to five valued business person is extremely successful in their eyes. And being that and a woman is even more impressive in today's day and age when feminism is becoming is so impactful and so powerful now and it was almost like i was marrying these two ideals that my parents had and that is the reality i created for myself that i was like i have to do this to be successful or i am a failure and it was this all or nothing mentality that i had with it as well so going back to when i was realizing that i needed a redirection for my life and i knew this wasn't working for me i almost became like I was losing my mind essentially because I had to let go of this ideal I hang, hung on to so tightly for so long. And this is the ideal I kind of held on to 
throughout college, throughout my, like, after I graduate, and throughout, like, those early years of business. And when I started my job, it only, it only strengthened it more, strengthened this ideal and this drive to be successful, to meet these standards for myself more because I started living it. I started experiencing it. And as we kind of talk about now, kind of manifesting that reality, feeling it, like living it, like what did it feel like to live a day-to-day where I would be that person on top in the field? And that's exactly how I was handling my workloads. And it wasn't healthy. It was burning me out. It was stressing me out. And with the information I had at that time, I didn't know how to manage it. I didn't know how to set boundaries because I thought this was the expectation I was, I needed to meet to be worthy and to be considered valuable to my company and not only to my company, but to myself and to my loved ones. And like I said before, my friends had no standards of me. My family had no standards of me becoming this, but this is the standard I felt like I had to meet based on how I viewed myself and how I viewed my worth. So when I talk about breaking that sense of reality, it was really breaking everything I thought about myself, everything I viewed about work, how I viewed my drive, how I work, viewed my passions, my talents, everything about me. I, w- I was almost looking, had to be like, I'm looking at this differently now. What am I good at versus what did I how did I shape it to like to myself? Like, how did I explain myself that this is an asset to specifically business or specifically this? And it was simply breaking outside, looking outside. And I started thinking, I was like, you know what? Crazier stuff has happened. Crazier stuff has happened outside someone wanting to make a business change. Cause that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to change my job. I wanted to change what I was doing for a living. And at that time I was so on, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do freelance. I'm going to do social media freelance. And while that wasn't necessarily what I knew was going to make me happy long-term, I knew it was the step I needed to take to tell myself, this is going to be a good step for me to redirect myself. And it was that baby step of, of just shifting myself in the right direction of where I needed to be. And eventually that shift just kept happening and happening and happening until finally I was like, you know what? Fuck business. I want to be a life coach. And I want to start a podcast. And this is what I want to do now. This is how I want to make a living because this is what's making me happy. And this is what how it's going to affect my reality. This is how it's going to change my reality. And because I know this feels good to me and I know this is going to fit my life long term. And just the baby steps it took to get to this ultimate perception of what my life is, where it is going and what it is coming to be is transformational, transformational to me, not only to my understanding of myself, understanding of the world, but just my understanding of life in general and how it doesn't have to be so restrictive to how we perceive it to be, or that we can and can't do certain things, or that we have to do this or have to do that, or even saying or doing the right or wrong thing, even giving something as much as a standard and saying it is the right or wrong decision, giving it that power by definition, it is not real. It's not real because it's perception. What's your perception of right? Because that could be my perception of wrong. Think about when you get in an argument with someone, one's right, one's wrong, but both of but you both think you're right. You both think you're right and you both think the other person is wrong. Why? Because of your perceptions. 
in life, it's no different. We're just not constantly fighting each other over who's right and wrong because we're all just living our lives. And when you just kind of think about your life and your situations or approaching decisions in your life, not even looking at if it's right or wrong, just looking at it as, okay, this is what is happening. Because that's all you can explain. This is what is happening. What am I, how am I feeling about this? How am I viewing this situation? And what do I want to achieve from it? Or how do I want to feel out of this situation? And making those decisions based on what feels good to you. Whether or not they're right or wrong, that is the best decision you are making for yourself at that time with the knowledge that you have. And that is how we make our decisions. Not because it's right or wrong. Even if you're putting yourself in a situation where you're like, yeah, maybe it's a risky outcome. It's not a bad outcome. It's not a toxic outcome. You're not a toxic person for doing something unless you're explicitly doing it to hurt someone or to put someone in danger. It's not a right or wrong outcome. It is simply the the decision you are making. And that is the outcome that you were meant to learn from. That is how I view decision making. That is how I view how we simply just perceive decision making in general and i i consider myself a people pleaser and i'm break i'm working through breaking free of that and i feel like a lot of people are and when we are people pleasers i think we hyper fixate on what that right or wrong decision is and like i said before there is no right or wrong it is simply you are making the best decision but for yourself and as a people pleaser i really strengthen that word for your or that sentence for yourself because You cannot be accountable for anyone else other than you. You cannot be accountable for anyone's emotions, reactions, behaviors other than yourself, unless, of course, you're a parent. However, I'm generally speaking to people who probably are not parents unless they have a dog or some sort of pet or plant. Um, And that is where I'm speaking to for it. So when you are in a position, you're thinking about, how, what you want, what the situation is and what you want to do and the outcome you want to get out of it, you are making that decision for yourself and what is going to put you in the best scenario or what you feel like you need to do that's right for you to grow from this scenario. And when I was making my decision for my job and I was saying, I want to do freelance, that was the best decision I knew for myself that I could make for myself. Because at that time, I felt like I couldn't even just convince myself I needed to quit this job. I felt like I had to convince everyone around me just to get that validation that I was making the right decision because I fully didn't believe I was trusting my, I trusted myself and my own decisions because of that. I felt like I was feeling a little erratic because I was breaking every concept of my reality. So I felt delusional at that point. And I wanted other people's opinions on how they felt like I was handling the situation or if there was another outcome that maybe I wasn't considering at that time or Maybe I'm just looking at this whole situation wrong. And when it came back to it, when it came back to me asking the people that I care the most about, that I know care about me and understand me for me and what's actually good for me, it is really when I was able to be like, okay, this is good and learn how to trust myself. Because for the first time, I initiated a conversation about my well-being that felt good. And it felt good because I knew I needed to quit this job. And when I was feeling... Um, when I was presenting this to my friends and family, I was talking about going freelance because I knew that was the right step for me to bettering my mental health, for breaking free of my corporate nine to five reality. I needed to think of a new narrative for myself to wean myself away from that. And 
saying I was a social media freelancer was going to be that being a social media strategist freelancer, still working in like the business realm, the marketing realm, just working for myself. And that was something that was still familiar to me. So on paper, it didn't look that different from my reality. But to me, understanding what that meant was so different. So contradictory than when I, to what I was used to, to sticking to another schedule, to working on nine to five, to being readily available at any given moment and just sac- not sacrificing, but just alleviating myself of that pressure felt so rewarding o- alone. I almost didn't feel worthy of it because it almost felt too easy. And the fact that I even was thinking about what that was, that yes, it's still a job and I still viewed that as too easy, just showed how this level of what my reality was, how I was so easily burning myself out was because the standard I had for what was just an average day was insane. was far too much for me. And personally, I feel like anyone to handle on a standard day because I kept like, um, I think I talked before where I could just kept stepping that bar up for myself to almost raise my value in myself and for my job and for my company. So what became my norm at a corporate job, when I kind of pulled that back and looked at it on paper, it would have been like, a, like I was working 14 hour days on this job prior and for like 12, 14 hour days. So, and that was average. I was coming home, I was doing my commutes and I would come home, do it again the next day. And that was average. So reeling that back down to a standard, even eight hours a day was like, wow, this feels too easy but this is reality. This could be my new reality. Just as life coaching, starting a podcast, this is my new reality right now. And how transformative that was and how step-by-step I became more comfortable with accepting what reality is and kind of just letting go of what that definition even meant, letting go of the power that being realistic means or be or like well what's realistic for you just like letting go of it and being like you know what reality is fake and that's kind of why like I tell myself because I grew up with the term I'm a realist I need to be like you need to be more realistic for so long and it held such like a negative um it insinuated such negativity into my life at that point and so just to break free of the word and the definition and the power of it as a whole is freeing to me And it almost allows me to be free to shape my own reality, however I see fit for myself. And it all started with just weaning myself away from what was currently real to me. And when I even say like what reality means for you, it doesn't have to just be your job or career. It literally could be anything. It literally could be as simple as, let's say you always buy like vanilla ice cream at the grocery store, you always buy vanilla. Maybe sometimes you'll buy another flavor, but usually you always buy vanilla. What if this time you go to the grocery store and you buy like peanut butter chip or something? I don't even know if that's flavor. Let's just say you go to the grocery store and that's what you buy. And then you just keep buying that. That becomes your new reality. Now you broke the reality of you always buying vanilla at the store by buying this whole new flavor now. And you could do that at any point. You literally could do anything differently at any day. And that breaks your concept of what reality usually is for you. Even if I, I think like in one example, and I was thinking about this, like for myself on my own time, one thing I was thinking of is 
I don't think I've ever eaten at um, most fast food chains. I'm vegan now. I've been vegan for like seven years. And there's been a lot of fast food chains that have come up or I moved to LA like while I was vegan still. So there's so many West Coast fast food chains I have never tried and I may not never try. And if one day I go there and like I get like even like a soda or something like something random, but that would break my reality because now I have been to those food chains. Now I have experienced that or whatever. Maybe it's not the same degree as someone who is not vegan and can have um, can eat meat and dairy and sh- such. That's a different experience for them. That's a different reality for them. Even being vegan is a reality shift versus being a meat eater, being vegetarian. Like we have the power to shift our reality in any form, any day. And that's the beautiful thing about life. And that's what I think is so amazingly great about it. And it's so freeing and just understanding that that is how easy it is to shape the reality and shape that feeling inside from you feeling bad to good. It was so enlightening for me to realize for myself. And as more people, I feel like are just so tied into the pressures of their nine to five or their job or their life, just not working for them and feeling so trapped and so like, Oh my God, I hit rock bottom. I don't know what's next for me. There's everything's next for you. Everything is next for you. You call the shots. You do whatever the fuck you feel like is right for you. If you're not happy in your nine to five or in your job or wherever you are in life, look within yourself and just think about what would actually make you feel good in this moment. What would alleviate the pressures from you and break that reality, create that reality of what would feel good and break that current state of feeling bad about yourself. And it is literally that easy in how you can change your life and changing reality. And that's what I did. That is literally, I literally quit my job because I was like, I can't take this anymore. I don't know what I'm going to do next, but I know right now I need to get away from this. I need to get away from this. And like I said before, at the time, freelancing was my way out. That was my free ticket out. I never even started doing that. I just went with this and this is how I've transformed my reality in even the tiniest ways. And it's never hard to feel good about yourself. Feeling good about yourself is one of the easiest things you can do simply by just looking at yourself and stop being let and stop being a dick to yourself about it. Literally like stop putting so much pressure on yourself. And I know that's way easier said than being done, but you work so fucking hard. You've put yourself through so much and you have not nearly heard how worthy you are and how great you are at doing you every fucking day. And you deserve at least a few minutes a day to just chill and be like, yo, I'm fucking great. And that's what you deserve. That's simply what you fucking deserve. And when you can feel that moment of feeling good about yourself, how are you going to love yourself even more? What are you going to give yourself? Are you going to give yourself an opportunity to shift careers? Are you going to give yourself a new opportunity to like to change cities? Are you going to give yourself the opportunity to even try a new fucking drink at Starbucks the next time you go? What are you going to do to love yourself that day? And that's simply how it all starts. Learning to love yourself a little bit every day can be your new reality and it should be your new reality. 
And that is how you can even start to break free of the reality that you feel tied down to right now. So I want to end the podcast here, the episode here, I should say, but I want to hear more about how you're going to break your reality every single day. What are your goals? How are you going to do it? Or how are you feeling you need to break reality? I'm really excited here. I love hearing all these feedbacks and I I want to learn more and thank you all so much for tuning in. If you're interested in like and um doing life coach training with me, my links are listed in the description below. Follow me on Instagram and subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you guys all so much for listening and I'll talk to y'all next time. I love you all. Bye.